0: My name is Mike Mazar. I'm a senior political scientist at the RAND Corporation, and I'm delighted to be here today to say a few words about our new report called Stabilizing Great Power Rivalries. I'm here speaking more or less on behalf of the research team. We had a number of co-authors, and in particular, my co-project lead, Sam Cherup, who is a specialist on the Russia components of what we looked at, and would also like to mention Tim Heath, uh, who did a lot of the China work. Uh, as well as other folks on the team. The goal of this project was to figure out what are the factors that keep major rivalries between great powers from spiraling into crisis and war? What are the things that can stabilize a competition so that you can have an intense contest between great powers, but it doesn't move toward war? And in fact, it leaves enough space for them to cooperate on some areas of mutual concerned. So we sought to figure out what those factors are. This couldn't be more timely, of course. This is exactly the problem we face right now in US relations with both Russia and China, trying to find ways to stabilize these rivalries, keep them from becoming too dangerous, escalating into to major crises as we've seen recently. And in fact, in the recent phone calls between President Biden and Uh, Chinese leader Xi and uh, Russian leader Putin. Um, A lot of the discussion that happened during and after those calls and surrounded those issues really mimics a lot of the basic themes of our report. So how did we go about this? How did we try to figure out what these factors are? We did a survey of all the relevant literature we could find on the history of these kinds of rivalries, how they unfold, what makes them tick. We looked at a number of specific historical cases, modern historical cases, but ones that went back a couple of hundred years uh, up through the modern uh, era. We looked, especially at the Cold War as sort of a a mega case, uh, looked very deeply into the factors that govern US and Soviet rivalry that at times pushed it toward conflict and that at other times helped to stabilize it. And from that and other research, we developed a framework of a number of factors that help to determine when these kinds of rivalries will remain stable and when they won't. Things like the kinds of military forces that each side possess, things like the communication um, channels that exist between the two sides, and a variety of other things. And then we applied that framework to the current rivalries between the United States and Russia and China. What then did we find? Well, as you can imagine, we found that the current rivalries show a lot of elements of instability. In many cases, the U.S. relations with both Russia and China do not meet the variables or conditions that we identified for keeping a rivalry stable. There are some areas of significant stabilizing force such as uh, the possession of nuclear weapons on both sides, the perception that major war will not benefit anybody, the recognition that there are certain baseline interests that we share in common. But in most of the bilateral political and to some extent military factors that we identified, these are relationships that are in very dangerous territory. More broadly, we found that there are two key factors or two key defining elements of a stable uh, rivalry, and they are some agreement on a shared status quo, the picture of a world that both sides can live with and that neither side is trying to upset in kind of a revisionist way. And the other is a generalized sense or reality that the rivalry tends to return to a stable equilibrium when it is upset by crises. That's a hard thing to measure, hard thing to to put your hands around, but it certainly existed in a lot of historical rivalries. And you sort of recognize it when you see it. And there's a certain degree to which that remains true, but it seems to be fraying in both of those relationships. We found that the United States should be very careful with its military deployments and relationships so as not to create unnecessary provocations in these relationships. We found that it's useful to rely on rules of the road that have been established in international institutions and international norms, especially those uh, attendant to non-aggression, in order to help stabilize the competitions and Finally, as just another example, we found that lines of communication and trust between senior officials, not just at the very top level, but throughout the relationship are extraordinarily important and and, and those have frayed somewhat in both the US-China and US-Russia cases. More broadly, one impression that I take from our study is that maintaining this kind of a shared status quo that our rivals are willing to buy into will require some degree of restraint on the part of the United States in the ambitions for the world that we're trying to create according to our interests. So as a whole, the study, we think, provides interesting insight into the kinds of things that the United States will need to do to pursue its interests at the same time as it's trying to keep these rivalries from getting out of control in the coming decades.